What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news stuff you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I'm hyped for inspiration on Mondays. Hyped. It is Monday. Let's do this. What do you have for your first inspirational story, Tim? Man, my inspirational story of the day. So it's short, but it's sweet. I have these three pals. They decided, you know what? Let's do something really, really awesome for something that helped us. And the story goes like this. Jeff Atwood, who is 86 years old, Roger Perks, who is 77 years old, and 76-year-old Ken Truman, they decided they wanted to get together and do something positive for a hospice that took care of their wives. How they met was, all three of their wives ended up passing away the year before. They were living in the hospital. Two wives were living in the hospice and one life was living at home. The two wives that were living in the hospice, the hospice did an amazing job taking care of them. The husbands loved it. The other husband whose wife lived at home, the hospice would come over and take care of her around the clock. It was one of those things that these husbands realized they wanted to do something special for this hospice for being so kind and polite. This hospice was is amazing. I'm trying to figure out the name. I messed it up earlier, but I will remember it. It was hard to say. It started with like a C-I-E. It was real difficult. I'll get back to it. That being said, what happened with this hospice, whenever their wives passed away, they put together a function for grieving widowers. And they all got together. They ended up talking it up, and they realized that they were able to get along differently than they were with everybody else. And they ended up finding out why. They all had a passion for flying. They all had a passion for being an adrenaline junkie. So they came up with an idea. We want to pay back everything we can to this hospice, but how can we? And they have money. Money is not the issue. They wanted to raise money. They wanted to get other people involved to know more about this hospice. So what they decided to do was wing walk. Now, wing walking is when you get on a plane while it's flying and you stand on top of it. What? Exactly. The most ridiculous thing in the world. A lot of people are doing this, you know, to raise money. A lot of people are doing this? Or they're just doing this for just an adrenaline junkie type of thing, right? When you're young, in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, etc. These men, 86-year-old Jeff Atwood, 77-year-old Roger Perks, and 76-year-old Ken Truman raised more than 3,500 pounds for this hospice by doing this wing walk. I actually have an awesome video and news article that I'm going to share to our Facebook page so you guys can check this out. BBC did an amazing job again. Take that world. I know you would like that, JP. But this video was really, really awesome. You get to see them before, you get to see them after, and you get to see them during. You have a video of an 86-year-old doing a wing walk on a plane to raise money for a hospice? In the air and all, man. It's hilarious. (laughs) Afterwards, one of them was like... My legs hurt a little bit trying to keep them in place, but yeah, don't talk to me right now. <laughs> I thought it was pretty what hilarious. What kind of plane is this? This is. It's one of those little old school planes. I don't even know what to call them, but like they got like two little layers. Only one person can fly in it. Oh. <laughs> it, it was. It turns and stuff, bro. It's not for me. <laughs> Either way, this was like one of the most wild things that I've ever seen. The director actually was interviewed in this article that I was reading and she was like look I think they're brave I think they're amazing and I think they're a bit crazy for doing this but I think this is also awesome and to me this is one of those community stories that it's a small community this hospice John Taylor Hospice in Sirencester Glushenshire 
Hopefully I said that right. I don't want to say it again. Yeah, that's why you waited to the end. I did. <laughs> I did. You, you saw how bad I messed it up. The fact that this hospice took such good care of these people, they wanted to give back, and now they're giving more light to this hospice than the people that work there. I think this is amazing. It's inspiring to me because at 86, at 77, and at 76 years old, they're out here doing things that you and I, yeah, we're just not doing, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I just... I like how it's like, they have enough money. How else will we raise awareness? Let's just walk on a plane wing while it's in the air. <laughs> Honestly, I think it was a good idea. It's not even about the money. It was about the attention. I, John Taylor Hospice, we know it now. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not... A lot of people, that get attention. That's not their first idea. <laughs> Especially not when you're that old. Bro, we were... Well, how old are we five years ago? 27? Oh my gosh, we're old, bro. <laughs> We were in our 20s, and we were talking about, let's for, let's do a podcast. These guys are in their 80s, 70s. Let's walk on this plane. Exactly. <laughs> Call me Luke Skywalker. <laughs> nice pun there, Tim. That was the dad joke you needed last I know, Friday. man. Who am I? But yeah. Inspirational right there. Before we get to my inspirational story, that's not near as fun as that one. We need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stresses of life, we have to overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for these mics, man. I'm not going to lie to you. This is really cool. We have a new mic stand. JP went all out. I put it together and all, but it's all good, man. <laughs> I knew you were grateful for that. <laughs> You did put it together. It was nice. It was two steps. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to deal with this. Classic. Yes, very classic JP. <laughs> I don't want to deal with. I either want to deal with it all the way or none of the way. So it's I've, like I've noticed over the years. I've noticed. It's like Tim, do this, please. <laughs> I'm grateful for youthful enthusiasm. I watched a video. It's not. It was an old GIF of the kid you probably haven't seen it so the kid gets the n64 on christmas and he like loses his mind he's like super happy and it reminds me of like when you're like young kid like it doesn't take much and they're just like screaming happy like they're like top like joy level is like a thousand out of a hundred and i was thinking to myself like man i i haven't been that excited for anything in years like if someone told me like you just won 25 billion dollars i like i'd be like oh like i wouldn't be jumping around screaming i'd be like well that's a big responsibility <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I can't think of one thing like not not one thing that would make me like lose my mind like with enthusiasm but the kids do that all the time like they get a new toy i was the same way when i was younger like i remember 1995 got the hockey set for christmas Losing my mind. I have been like, I, what happens when you get older where you just lose that like full body enthusiasm? I'm sure like you just had a birthday, a three year old birthday party. Whenever she got the gift, she was probably losing her mind, right? Yeah, she, oh, wow. Honestly, man, I didn't lose it, bro. I was, you know how I sent you that snap of like the video of how uh, the party was? the water slide the trampoline the moon bounce bro i was like a kid i was beyond giddy about it you have no idea but is there one thing you could get that would make you like run around and scream and be happy i don't know man you see that's my point but like kids have that all the time yeah. it's like oh, it's new to them we see so much as we get older you know 
See, man, that's what I'm saying. That like youthful we enthusiasm. We need something new. Let's, <laughs> let's go skydiving, bro. I <laughs> maybe, but, uh, oh. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I'm just grateful for youthful enthusiasm. Yeah, I feel that. So anytime I see a kid like lose his mind in a video, I'm like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> kind of wish I could get there. I wish I could get that excited again sometimes. We're gonna get there this year, bro. For let's, sure. Let's go to Tulum. For sure. So for my inspirational story, it's about a young man. Well, I guess he's not a young man anymore. He's some man from Connecticut named Quran. And he just worked really hard to help pass a bill. The bill requires almost all inmates to be allowed at least six and a half hours out of their cells and also limits certain use of certain restraints. And it's just got approved. This is really personal to Quran. When he was younger, he dealt with everything. He was in racing Wisconsin. He dealt with drugs. He was, a, he was arrested more than a dozen times before he was 15. He spent a year in prison, a year, more than a year in prison on drug possession and firearms. He was 15 years old, got into a fight in prison, and was thrown in solitary confinement, spending 23 hours a day in an isolated small cell for two weeks. He couldn't contact anyone. He said that none of the violence or other trauma in his young life prepared him for that bad of a situation. He was like, I was in there and I was just broken. Being in those four walls, those four corners, like it just changes you mentally and spiritually. When he got out, like they, all the other inmates, they could tell like solidarity is no joke. You just threw a 15 year old in there for two weeks. And so when he got out, they were like, hey, you should come play basketball. So that's when he started playing basketball. When he got out, he had a strong family support system. Like, we understand we don't have a lot. There's a lot of violence in this neighborhood. We're going to take care of you. And so after he discovered basketball in prison, he turned his life around, started playing, ended up getting a scholarship, going to Connecticut, Karan Butler, right? Wow. Okay. I'm listening. So that... He became a professional basketball player. He played in the league for 14 years. Now he's assistant coach with Miami. But he's always stuck with him like, I discovered basketball after the worst situation of my life. I'm not supposed to be here. So his nickname was Tough Juice. And that's why you go through that, you get that nickname. He, so when he played, no one could intimidate him because he'd already seen it all. So since he, when he was playing, and now that he's assistant coach with Miami Heat, he's like, he saw what Maya Moore did, and he was like, we should work together. We should get this bill passed and not do solidary. I'm a professional basketball player. I used to be, I'm semi-famous, I should stand up for this. And they worked hard, and they got this bill passed to end solidary confinement, because he was like, oh, it was just the worst experience. And I think that's really awesome. JP with a fire news story. I, first off, I've never heard of like Karan Butler's backstory like that, so that's amazing. Um, that he overcame that and made it to the league. That's inspirational in itself. But the fact that he helped with that bill with Maya Moore, who we've talked about her multiple times on here, she's been she gave up her basketball career to help. So I think that's amazing in itself. Man, shout out to that story, dude. Shout out to you. That was fire, bro. We yeah, wouldn't had, get that anywhere else. <laughs> I had to set that one up. I had to set it up. So yeah. So to end on a funny note, Karan Butler used to always play with a, a straw in his mouth. A lot of people didn't realize that. So there's a fun video online of him like blindfolded and picking out different straws by touch. That's how much he played with them. 
He said he also got that in prison because they would foul him so much. He would always grit his teeth, so then he started chewing on stuff to play. So yeah, shout out to Tough Juice. He was also, if you're watching the playoffs, he was the one, whenever the first round series, when Giannis was shooting free throws, he was counting out loud and got the 10 second violation on him. So shout out to Tough Juice. Still a winner. <laughs> Some good, positive, inspirational news stories today, dude. Hopefully they inspired everyone. Tim, do you have a quote before we get out of here? Mistakes are a fact of life. It is the response to the errors that count. Quotes by Tim. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money and we donate every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.